This is a positivity podcast. We will discuss ships of all shapes and sizes. From the pure to the problematic, no ship is off limits. Every ship discussed in this podcast is a work of fiction. It's not real. So therefore, it doesn't really matter. If you don't like the OTP discussed in this episode, why don't you go outside, take a walk, and don't listen to this episode. We'll see you next time. Welcome back to the One True Podcast, a podcast where we talk about OTPs, shipping, one true pairings, and all of that great stuff. Today we have an awesome guest to talk about a classic OTP. So first and foremost, who are you, my special guest, and what would you like to be called? Hi, I'm Corns. Um, I go by Corns or Cornspiracy on AO3. Amazing. So Corn, who are we going to talk about today? We are going to be talking about Kilo and Gon for Kilogon. Those little babies! I love them! Yeah. Oh, they're so precious. I love them too. They're so good. So for those of you living under a rock, Corn, could you tell us who are Kilua and Gon? Um, so Kilua and Gon are from Hunter Hunter or Hunter X Hunter. I know there's a lot of um, chat about how you're supposed to pronounce that. Um, but Gon is a scrappy young lad and he wants to become a hunter so that he can find his dad. Um, and his dad peaced out when Gon was really young, um, but Gon's always wanted to have a father figure and really romanticized the, the idea of his father being a hunter and all that jazz. And then Kilua is the same age as Gon. They're both, I think, 12 at the start of the series, but um, Kilua was born and raised by assassins, like a very elite family of assassins, and... Um, yeah, he they meet each other at this hunter's exam and it all goes from there. It literally all goes from there. Like they have that one like thing. It's like, I'm Kila, I'm going. And it's like, oh, they like each other. And I'm like, yes, let's get on board. Like immediately. When was the moment you started shipping them? I probably didn't see any potential until the Heaven's Arena arc. Ooh. Um, there is a really cute scene where... Gon like injured himself and so he has this broken arm and he's in their hotel room and Kilo was all mad at him for getting hurt and it was very precious but I didn't seriously start considering shipping them until the Greed Island arc when they played dodgeball <laughs> and there was this scene where Gon um is using like a really intense move and it involves burning Kilo's hands and he is 100% aware that Kilua is hurting his hands by doing this, but Kilua is very dead set on helping Gon, and Gon is like, he can handle it. Kilua's like, hell yeah, I can handle it. And I was like, oh man. So fun. Anyways. That's so cool, though. Are there any other moments in the canon that particularly make you, like, squee? Um, oh geez, it's been so long, but I really enjoyed the election arc. There's almost zero scenes where they see each other, but the entire arc is of Kilua, like, going leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else to help Gon, and I thought that was precious. Um, and I probably didn't start reading fanfic until that arc, and it's the very last arc in the anime, 
Um, and I never read the manga, but I know what happens afterwards because of the people that I've met in the fandom. Right on, right on. All right, so when you are... Actually, no. What do you think works about their dynamic? Because we got Kilua, who's... I don't know, I wouldn't say he's like a bad boy, but he's definitely like not as wide-eyed as Gon is for sure. Why do you think people gravitate towards those archetypes? <gasps> um, <gasps> so have you seen the entire series? No, I have not, but I don't care about spoilers. Oh, okay. I really love how dense and dumb Gon is at times. Like, he's very clearly... Like, he knows what's going on, but he's always acting brand new, and I think it's so hilarious. Um, so the parts where he is sort of depicted as ignorant or, I don't know, just like a young, strapping young lad. Uh, I love those scenes. And Kilo is always very, he's depicted as more of like the intelligent, um, wise fella, I suppose. Yeah, I totally get that vibe. Yeah, but he's super badass and he totally knows it. Kilo is very cocky about his skills and i think um because gon is like 100 percent new to the world of fighting like he grew up on an island completely isolated um from like assassin life like kilua i'm i'm gonna hate myself for making this comparison but it <laughs> i hate this it feels very banana fish to me i've never <laughs> like just the dynamics yes, i've never seen banana fish but it's been recommended to me so Okay, yeah, the dynamics of, if you don't know Banana Fish, the, dy the dynamic of Ash and uh, AG are very similar to that in Ash being like the Gon. No, Ash being the Kilua and uh, AG being the Gon, for sure. Like, literally, as you were describing it, I'm like, so this is just like Banana Fish. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Um, and they, they're always like on the same page, no matter what. And which is bizarre because most of the characters that I enjoy are rivals where they either hate each other or one of them very clearly likes the other one, but they're, they're just constantly are clashing. That's the type of dynamic that I usually go for. But these fellas, they aren't like that. They're always on the same page. Like they don't even have to talk to know what's going on. Um, and they, they're always together throughout the series, which is interesting. Like there's, until the Chimera Ant arc, there's really no, um, like, extended period of time where they're apart. Really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, there, okay, well, actually, there's one part near the beginning, and it's, like, the test of their friendship, where, um, I believe Kilua is, like, taken hostage by his family. No, not, not hostage. Yes. Kidnapped, essentially. Yes, I remember that. Okay, I watched that. Yeah, and... That's, I think that's the longest that they're apart until the Chimera Ant arc, from what I remember. And Gon went through, like, the House of Horrors to get his homie back, like, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you remember from Harry Potter, but that dog with the three heads. There's something like that going on in the Zoldic estate, and Gon has to, like, get past it and stuff. I don't know. Very cool stuff. Because um, he's just... He's just a young lad. What's he going to do against a dog like that? Strapping young lad who's going to beat up a monster dog to save his boyfriend, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think it's just so cute how they 
I mean, again, like, for me, it was, like, from the beginning. Like, they clearly just, like, like, Kilo is just so fascinated by Gon because he's never met anybody like Gon in his entire life. So he's just like, who are you? Like, in awe of him. And I really do enjoy that type of dynamic with my strapping young lads. Yeah, it's so wild that Gon is, like, brand new to this world and Kilo's been in it his entire life. Yeah. But they're both on the same skill level, which says a lot about Gon and his power. But, like, when they start to develop their Nen, I... Okay, hang on. I don't fully comprehend, like, the logistics of Does anybody? (laughs) No one does. But I know in the manga, like, if you read all of, like, the very long-winded descriptions of the technical side of Nen... It makes more sense, but I, again, I never read the manga, but the type of Nen that Gon uses is very different from Kilua's, and so it's like, they aren't rivals because they're not on the same spectrum of Nen, but they're both equally powerful in their own ways. I think it would have been different if they had the same, if they used the same type of Nen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like... They are, at the end of the day, very different, but mm-hmm. they are also very incredibly similar in a lot of ways. And I think that's very, very cool to play with in a lot of different scenarios. And speaking of which, when you are looking for Kilogon fanfics, fan art, whatever, to read or peruse with your eyeballs, um, yeah. do you tend to gravitate more towards Kilo's perspective or Gon's perspective? Oh! <gasps> Okay, well, here's the thing. I do think that in the anime, we see a lot more of Kilua's internal monologues than we do Gon. Gon is like, you look at him and you're like, there are no thoughts behind those eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a very good head empty. He, he is just like the definition of some, um, like, two GPA jock dude, you know? But he respects women. But he respects women. Yeah. But I love it. I yeah, because there's just so much of Kilua's internal processes, I guess, especially in the Chimera Ant arc. Um it's easier to like get into his head. But with Gon we're like left to infer a lot of things, so I tend to find more Kilua fanfic. Um not not as much Gon. Um it depends. It depends on the day. It depends on the mood. Yeah, because Gon is just like very sure of himself and optimistic, and sometimes that doesn't have much conflict in prose, you know? Yeah, I get that. But we do love a good confident type kind of angsting about like feelings. I could definitely see Gon like getting like nervy, like once he like realizes what his feelings for Kilua are, that like he doesn't want to fuck it up. Definitely, yeah. I also get that vibe. Very cool. So since this is kind of like a classic OTP, because Hunter, 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 Hunter x Hunter. All of the Hunters. Hunty slash Hunty has been been a thing. It's been around for a while, case in point, right? Do you feel that the fandom is kind of in like a valley versus like a peak? Ooh, that's interesting because for a while there, um, 
since the rise of tiktok and all of that ah true it's kind of actually high key true like i it's revived a lot yeah, I see a lot of trendy, like, clothes because of my occupation. And, like, I see a lot of people wearing Hunter x Hunter merch. And I'm like, Hunter, what? I'm like, Hunter x Hunter, why? But I, I guess, like, the aesthetic of it all, you know? It is very aesthetic. One of my favorite uh, Twitch streamers. Oh, well, she's not a Twitch streamer anymore. She's a YouTube streamer. Uh, Valkyrie wears a lot of Hunter Hunter merch. And I want all of it. All of it. It's so good. Capitalism strikes again. Yeah. But, but nowadays, uh-huh. if you if you like find a Hunter Hunter t-shirt walking around on the street, attached to a person, of course, not on its own. Um, <laughs> it's you're probably like it's a toss up whether or not you're looking at like a longtime fan or someone who heard about it on TikTok and then watched it, you know? So yeah, for sure. Like, there's been like peaks and valleys over the years, but when I was in the fandom, um, because I'm technically not in the fandom anymore, but I, I was like super into it for a hot minute there. Um, but when I was in it, it was on a decline, I think, and a lot of the fix that were being contributed were from like longtime authors. Wow. And then a few gems here and there, but a lot of the people that I met in the fandom are the type who like refresh the recent works page constantly, like every day, same time, checking to see if there's any new works. Oh, um, that's like classic, like fic writer, like bullshit, like for sure. Yeah. I remember doing that shit, like going checking like every day to be like, okay, what's the new fic of the day? Yeah, every now and then I look at the recent Hunter Hunter fix or I go back through like the top hit fix on AO3 and usually they're all of like the same authors who have like a hundred plus fix in just in Hunter Hunter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But because a lot of the people who read Hunter Hunter fix are the ones that are like refreshing that page. You get a lot of you see a lot of the same people reading the fix and like recommending them to people and stuff like that. It's the people who are there, it's a very tight knit community, I think. That's really, really cool. You love to see like the communities kind of grow and maybe sometimes even shrink depending on popularity, but you still always have those homies who are there to share those really good fix and like squeal about they, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um before hunter hunter i was in one other fandom because i haven't really been a fandom hopper i'm pretty much an infant at this but i was in voltron first and then hunter hunter but when i was in voltron i didn't really connect with anyone i would like dm people here and there but when i started posting for hunter hunter um i made a I learned about Discord through Voltron, but never really connected with anyone on it. But with Hunter Hunter, found a huge community um, bringing people onto Discord. Ah, uh, Discord is so good. Like, the connector of people. Yeah, it literally is. It's like, oh man, Twitter is like a hellscape. When you find like a good Discord, you're like, oh, thank goodness. It's like taking your shoes off in, in your home, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so before we round it up to those, like, real good fic recs, I got, like, one final question, okay? Why do you personally think 
Kilagon as like a ship has endured for so long. Ooh. I don't know. They're kind of like a safe bet, you know? <laughs> they're they're friends all throughout the series and the most conflict that happens between them like not external conflict just like internal conflict is like so late in the series you know what i mean like it's not a constant turmoil with them it's like they're bros they're best buds they will make it to the end you know what i mean yeah so I think it's safe for people to, like, enjoy, like, Kilogone. So as I always say, we love the cannon. The cannon is great, but sometimes we crave a little something extra. So corn, if you want to or not, would you like to disclose if you have written something extra for the OTP. Oh, if I've written stuff for Kilogon? Yeah. I sure have. I think I've written over a million words for Kilogon. What? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My first year in the Voltron fandom, I wrote over a million words. And so what the I fuck? hit the ground running for Hunter Hunter. I, oh, I wish I could count the the words, but I can't. Yeah, I, I think they're all pretty consistent in terms of, like, number of hits or popularity, for that matter. And they're all generally... You, uh, I, I do a lot of AUs for college and university fix. Ooh, that's so, so nice. You can find a lot of university fix on my account. What's a fic that you're, like, particularly proud of? Um, probably the one that hit it all off for me. Uh, I started my Discord server off of the no filter ex serial dating fic. It was buck wild, and I met a lot of people through it. And it was inspired by a fic that I read in the fandom, which is something that I'm going to wreck because I really loved it. Ooh, very cool. Well, let's get right to those wrecks then. So, what are some really good Kilogon fics that you would like to recommend on this show? Ooh, okay. Hang on, let me find my list. Okay, so one of the first fics that I read in the fandom was Black Butterfly. Um, it was erased from AO3, but someone managed to re-upload it onto Wattpad. And I, I don't know the specifics of what went down and why it was removed from AO3. Um, but I was really inspired by it. It's I believe it's a high school AU um, with some party, partying shenanigans. And if you're having trouble finding it, um, it's one of the fix. It's one of the only fix in my library on my Wattpad account, which is Cornspiracy, and it's there. We'll also have a link to it in the show notes. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then recently, I was recommended Double Edged Crown by Cyber Flamingo. Oh my goodness! Holy cripes! That was so good. It was sure holy chaos. cripes! Oh my god! I love that now. <laughs> holy cripes! Yeah, it's a it's a pretty long fic. I think it's like a hundred thousand words or something, but it's basically about a prince who is like hosting um what would you call it? A competition for his hand in marriage. But, yes Yes, but Kilua's sister is too ill to make the journey and so Kilua does like a reverse Mulan and 
dresses up as a princess with the intent of intentionally getting disqualified by being a terrible princess, but the prince ends up liking him anyways. Oh, I love that shit. That's awesome. Yes. Another fic that I would recommend would be Bad Audio by Voltage. Uh, Volt wrote it because they were inspired by Critical Hit, which is a fic of mine, and it's a gamer AU. So if you like gamer AUs, I would highly recommend Volt's fic. And it's like 300,000 words, and you can tell the progression of Volt's writing style through it because it's so long. Like, the style is bound to improve along the way, so very nice. I do have one other one, but... Yeah, totally. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, This, I believe, I read when I was, like, in the thick of the fandom. It's called Starlight and Star Crossed by Quintessence. Um... And I read it last year, and I was feeling nostalgic when I read it. It brings back good memories, but there's a healthy dose of angst in there. I believe Kilua loses his memory of Gon, and so then instead of Kilua being the usually the emotional one, it's Gon being emotional, which goes back to him acting like an ignorant little dum-dum. But here, he is emotional. You love to see the range in your faves. Oh, Absolutely. Very cool. So are there any fan artists you would like to recommend? Oh, I just honed straight into the fic recs. <laughs> if you could name some off the top of your head, who would they be? I really love Garbanzo's Ness. Um, Ness is a really good artist. And oh, some of my friends have changed their username since I met them in the fandom. If you find them, we'll be able to put them in the show notes. So you could call them by whatever name they are now. Oh my gosh. Um, this is a bit off topic, but it goes back to some of the things that we talked about. When you asked about how the fandom is now, and like whether or not it's a tight-knit community, uh-huh. peaks and valleys and all that, um, I did an experiment by posting fix on Wattpad, like same fix that are on AO3, just to see how the communities differed. And it's interesting because I don't know many people who post both on AO3 or Wattpad, and on AO3, you tend to get, like, the very long analytical comments, but on Wattpad, it's more of, like, like you can expect conversations to happen in the comments because Wattpadders tend to comment on every paragraph, so. I heard that's, like, good, though, for people when they want to, like, see what jokes will land. Yeah, definitely. So you can really, like, work on your comedic, like, writing. Yeah. really well on Wattpad. And then you always know when something goes down because there's like a hundred plus comments on one paragraph. <laughs> so for my next question, when you are looking for ficken art to consume of the good Kilagon, do you tend to gravitate more towards canon compliant or AUs? I tend to gravitate more towards AUs because the canon is so complicated. Ha! Yeah. True. And I remember when I was watching it, there was just like this mod podge of styles and I was like, what era is this? Because it starts with going on this little island fishing. And I'm like, oh, fantasy, cool. But then technology exists and there was like a blimp. And I was like, oh, steampunk, that's lit too. And then next thing you know, they're in a library with computers. So then I just gave up trying to pin down the era. <laughs> it lives outside of time. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to like encapsulate that in fanfic when you're not visually seeing it. Um so in writing, 
I like to read more AUs, but in art, I really enjoy the canon compliant stuff. Very cool. So what are some top tier AUs that you super enjoy? Ooh, I always love the modern AUs um, because it's just such a weird conglomeration of styles in the anime. Um, when people give them a little backpack or a letterman jacket, <laughs> I'm just set and ready to go. I love that style. Are there any others? I don't know. I I do love the occasional fantasy, like, royal AUs, like the one that I recommended. Oh, so good. The lads with swords. Lads with swords. Yeah, oh, I don't know what, like, medieval AUs just really scratch that, like, itch for the history bitch in me. Like, I'm just like, yes. Definitely. I When I read fantasy AUs, I really like it to be plot heavy. I don't know. If there's a really good plot there, you got me. Yeah. But with those modern AUs, you can just go buck wild. Oh, yeah, for sure. Doesn't need to be a plot. All right. So we are rounding up to the penultimate question of this lovely show. So is there anything you haven't said about Kilogon that we haven't already said? Hmm. I think I've said it all. Or if I haven't, I've already forgotten it. Ah! <laughs> uh, it's very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So for my last question, if you could summarize all of Kilogone, all its essence, in 35 words or maybe a short sentence, what would that be? Ooh, I would have to say young, loyal lads being dorks. Aw, babies. <laughs> young, loyal lads being dorks. That's so precious. I love that. Well... Thank you so much, Corn, for coming on the show. I super appreciate it. So now is the time for you to plug your stuff. All right. Well, I'm not planning on changing any of my usernames anytime soon. So <laughs> all of my usernames are either Corns with a K or Cornspiracy also with a K. You can find me on AO3, Twitter, Tumblr, the whole, the whole works, Wattpad. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. And it's that time of the podcast again, friends. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. We have a shit ton of episodes in our backlog about classic OTPs, new OTPs, whatever you want. We're found on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are readily available and easy to listen to. If you want to support us further, you can become a patron where you get cool, exclusive bonus podcasts. You get to vote on polls, and I'm able to put on a really good show thanks to all of my patrons. So check it out if you are interested in supporting the show further. We have a TikTok and an Instagram where we post ship positivity, memes, fun things, and episode updates. And the ats are at the one true pod. And as always, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can just slide into our DMs or you can send us an email at theonetruepod at gmail.com. One more time, thank you, Corn, for coming on the show, and I'll see you all next week. Bye! The One True Podcast is made possible in part by the generous support of our patrons. Co, Blessin, Lena, Kennedy, Angie, Lauren, L, Moss, Linky, Liz Lubes, Slumber, Brittany Babbles, Carla Rodriguez, 
AO3 underscore faints, Emily Rowe, Roro, Saria, S, Ray, Trip, and a hapless bystander. Thank you so much for all of your support. He's a himbo! He is a himbo, and oh my gosh, I love the himbo versions of him in fanfic. They're amazing.